Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one only show where we talk about all things movie news, video games, comic books, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And uh, we got a pretty packed show for you guys here today. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's Friday. Yeah, you know, you gotta get the song in, you know, it's Friday, Friday. No, no, okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, uh, just, enjoy, I hope you all are having a really good Friday, a really uh, good day, and I hope you all are getting ready to have the best weekend of your life. Maybe. I don't know. But, I know this weekend I got plans, you know, I'm gonna record, I'm gonna get the brand new episode of the Web Swingers Podcast up this Saturday, so definitely check that out. Uh, then I got, uh, I'm gonna go see, uh, Spiral, uh, Spiral, the new, uh, the new Saw, uh, movie. Uh, with Chris Rock uh, in IMAX uh, this weekend, so that will be it. Uh, that will uh, that will definitely be fun, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much gonna be my. Pl- those are pretty much gonna be like my plans. Anyway, all right. Um, but enough of all that, guys. Let's go ahead. And let's discuss. Some of the things we want to talk about, um, and we got some pretty big movie news topics to cover, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. And the first movie news topic we have is, we got some casting news for Knives Out 2. So, um, obviously, Knives Out 2 has been in the forefront uh, when it came to movie when the when it comes to movie news. Um, obviously, there was that whole thing with you know Netflix buying the rights for Knives Out 2 and 3, um, uh, you know, paying close to $450 million um, for it. Um, and now we officially have word on casting. So um, our first, uh, and so these are the four uh, people who have been uh, cast uh, in the most anticipated sequel. We have Dave Batista, Drax the Destroyer himself, uh, is going to be in Knives Out 2. Edward Norton is going to be um, playing in the film as well. Uh, Janelle Monet and Catherine Hahn from uh, WandaVision is uh, also going to be in the film. Uh I I'm already I'm I know and I know someone might someone might text me on Instagram and go, Whoa, did you see the it was Agatha or long meme? Yeah, I've seen those memes and I wouldn't be surprised if Benoit Blanc uh, at the end of the movie goes It was Agatha all along and then the song from WandaVision comes up anyway. Um and she killed Sparky too. Um so <laughs> um so yeah we got those casting announcements and guys i think this is fantastic you know i loved you guys know how much i love that first knives out movie it was such a big like like i had high hopes for that movie just because i love ryan johnson as a director um as a writer and, and as a director but that movie really exceeded my expectations like my my expectations for it were high, but it blew it all out of the water when I saw it in theaters for the first time. And even now, I still I own the Blu-ray and I watch it 
um, almost every single day. Like, I love that movie. Um, and one of my favorite parts about that movie was the interaction between all the different cast, you know, between, um, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Shannon, um, Chris Evans, um, Lakeith Stanfield, you know, it's just so, just an amazing cast of characters, an amazing, um, uh, wide group of actors in this one film, a very star studded cast. And, that I believe that's what Ryan Johnson's going for again. He's getting this cast a lot of big, a lot of big names. You know, like Dave Bautista and uh, Edward. I'm not now. I'm not saying Dave Bautista's like as big as The Rock or anything, but like you know, Dave Bautista has become a better actor over the years, and um, uh, you know, Edward Norton is obviously an Academy Award nominated actor. Um, Janelle Monae has is fantastic um and then Catherine Hahn you know we just saw her in WandaVision um she's also the voice of uh Doc Ock in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse so you know um so I'm gonna run down each of the cast real quick so um Dave Bautista like I said has become a better actor over the years um I remember seeing him in Guardians thinking he was good. He was very good in that movie. But the more he the more movies he's been in, like I saw him in like Blade Runner and then I saw him in uh 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 what was the James Bond movie he just he did. I can't remember. There was a James Bond movie that he did where he was like the the evil like henchman, but um there was that um, and he's gonna be in Denis Villeneuve's Dune. He's gonna be just like he's he's he has for me become a better actor. Now, is he on the same star power level as like The Rock? No, not even like honestly. When it comes to movies, when it comes to wrestlers transitioning into movie stars, The Rock is still the the gold standard for how how that could happen, you know, um, and how you can be successful at it. You know, guys like John Cena, guys like Batista, guys like Dave Batista and guys like, uh, um, the Miz aren't going to, aren't going to be able to do that. They're they're not going to be able to make that smooth. Now, now we've seen John Cena and Dave Batista both make a smooth transition into Hollywood. You know, to the point where, you know, like, look, um, you know, John Cena basically rarely ever shows up for a wrestling event now and then, you know. Um, so it's like, so, yeah, that's, it's just, um, so Dave Bautista is, is, is the most intriguing part of the, of the cast. Um, Edward Norton, uh, obviously very successful actor, Academy Award nominated actor. Um he is just like, I don't know, every movie I see this guy in, he just for me is just so like damn good. Like I love I love every, every role this guy's ever been in. Um I even liked him as Hulk. I thought he should have <laughs> I would have loved to have seen his Hulk uh stay throughout the MCU, but Eh, we got Mark Ruffalo, and Mark Ruffalo does a good job. But um, 
but yeah, no, Edward Norton uh, being put in the cast is fantastic. Um, Janelle Monet, I had seen her in a couple other stuff, um, you know, but who knows? She might uh, impress me here. I've never been impressed with her. I've never been a fan, but you know, maybe she can impress me here. And then uh, Catherine Hahn, like I mentioned, WandaVision, Spider-Verse, like this, this girl has been in like two of my all time, like favorite things, you know, like she's been in Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, which is in my top five favorite movies of all time. And she was just in WandaVision, which has become one of my favorite, um, television series of all time, you know, um, so, and, and she's been in some other stuff too, and she's been great in those other stuff, but I just can't wait to see the type of character she's going to be playing in this kind of murder mystery, um, whodunit type of movie. Um, and I can't wait. I'm like really super excited for this. Um, and don't forget, Daniel Craig is coming back as Benoit Blanc. So this is... So this is kind of gonna kind of be like um, an Indiana Jones movie where you know in uh, Indiana Jones you know is the main character. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. My 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 watch started beeping. So, um, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, and move on to the next one. So. Um, the next movie topic we have is this. The Suicide Squad has officially been given the R rating. Um, and uh, the R rating is um, pretty interesting as far as uh, R rating goes. Um, a couple of these I'm not so surprised with, but there is one that I'm very, very surprised is actually in there. Um, strong violence and gore, which... To me, that was really no surprise just because I I kind of figured that this movie was gonna that this movie was gonna be pretty damn violent just because it is James Gunn. Um uh drug use is the one is another one that I'm kind of like, really drug use? Um and then sexual references, obviously in the red band trailer for Suicide Squad, we got that whole line, you know. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problemo. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? <laughs> you know, my favorite line in the trailer, by the way. Um, but, um, but the one that really surprises me is in here is um, graphic nudity. Um, that's interesting to me because I didn't think a Suicide Squad movie would. Would end up having, like, I, I just I just didn't expect that. Like, I expected the violence, and I expected like the uh, insane amount of, um, uh, you know, cursing that's going to be in the movie. But I didn't expect, like, you know, this movie's rated R for strong violence, sexual references, and graphic nudity. I'm just like, that's that's just it. Just threw me off when I read that. I just was like, wait, seriously. <laughs> so, um, but what do I think of this? Look, for me, a movie is 
a move I I don't care whether a movie is a P whether it's a PG movie, um, a PG thirteen or an R rated movie, um, as long as the movie's good and. For me, the R rating isn't the thing that excites me about Suicide Squad. The, the thing that excites me about Suicide Squad is just that it's going to be James Gunn going full-on James Gunn. Um, because as much as I love the Guardians movies, James Gunn isn't able to go full James... Like, I mean, like, when I say full James Gunn, I mean, like, slither James Gunn or, um, or uh, super, you know... Like, um, that movie he did super, um, and if you, <laughs> um, you know, it's, so I, I'm excited. That's what the, that's what excited me about Suicide Squad is that because DC slash Warner Brothers has been willing to let their films be rated R like Joker and like, um, um, I'm hearing rumors, rumors, this, don't, don't. Don't spread this around. I I have nothing to base. I have no real facts or evidence to base this off of off, except for like one little report, which basically <clears throat> could be just some low life loser sitting in his parents' basement. But basically, I'm hearing rumors that Matt Reeves' Batman could be rated R. You know, um, so that it really all depends. It really all depends. On like for me, okay, okay. Let me let me refresh that. Okay, I'm just like I'm going. My mind's all over the place. So the fact that DC has been doing this, it didn't surprise me that they would allow James Gunn to be to to go full fledged hard R James Gunn and let him do exactly what he wants. And who knows? Maybe the R rating. Maybe all the violence and all the gore is part of what makes the movie so much fun, you know? Maybe it's like John Wick where the violence is part of the fun of watching those movies, you know? Um, as long as it's not like, um, uh, I don't know, as long as it's not like Hellboy where all it is is oh, fuck this, and then, boom, someone gets their head decapitated, you know? Like, that's what that's what ruined David Harbour's Hellboy, was that they just had every single scene where a character was either cursing or decapitating somebody's head. And I just hope they don't go in that direction. Um, I hope, and, and, I, and I know that, and I know James Gunn's work, and I know James Gunn's probably not going to do that because he believes in putting his story before um, his, you know, action sequences. So, yeah, um, there's that. All right. And the final movie this topic we're going to talk about is this. Uh, the first images for Snake Eyes has been released. So, uh, it looks, from the looks of these, uh, images we have, uh, it looks like this is actually going to be kind of like an origin story. Um, so let's see if I can pull up the um, images here. Uh, trying to find. Okay, let me see if I can find. Oh, boy. 
Sorry guys, I'm looking I'm trying to look through my Instagram to see if I have So this one's got it. Nope. Okay, I cannot find. I can't find those pictures. Let me, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go check out something else here. Let's see if I can get. If I can check this out. Uh, ah, here it is. So, yeah, here it is. We got our first images for Snake Eyes. We got our first look at um, at Henry Golding, who's going to be playing the title character. Um, and... I will say this, guys, um, from these first images, the movie actually doesn't look too bad. I mean, like, like when it comes to um, uh, G.I. Joe characters who I think um, need origin stories, Snake Eyes was not the first one that came to mind for me. Even though I like Snake Eyes, I love the character, but I just never, he wasn't the first, when it came to G.I. Joe origin stories, I was like, I mean, I mean, maybe we can do one on, um, on like Cobra Commander. Like maybe do like a uh, an origin story on Cobra Commander, or you know, any other character except Snake Eyes. But honestly, the more I'm hearing about this movie, and you know, the casting is great, I'm just getting myself more and more intrigued by it. Um, um, now it's going to be interesting to see where they go as far as how. This is all going to play out like um, is are they going to get into the rivalry between him and Storm Shadow like that? That's going to be very intriguing uh, to see where they go in that direction. Um, are they going to show him becoming a, uh, a member of a part of that, you know, G.I. Joe team? Or is that going to be saved for a movie later down the line? Like, who knows? Um, are they going to do this whole thing where they're going to do standalone movies on each member of the G.I. Joe and then put them together for an actual, like, G.I. Joe film? Like, who knows? Um, all I know is that this is pretty, pretty damn exciting to me. And I cannot wait. I'm, like, I'm I'm actually really excited for this. I legitimately cannot wait uh, to see this movie. Um... All right, guys. And so now that we got all these, all those movie news topics out of the way, let's talk about. I finally did it, guys. I finally saw the first episode of Invincible. Now, you guys know Invincible has been a show that everyone has been telling me to watch, and I kept holding it off because, first of all, 
I am incredibly busy. Like, very little time on my hands, guys. Uh, between running the podcast, going to my real job, and, you know, I'm starting online uh, online uh, film courses. Um I got a lot on my plate, you know, and it's it's hard for me to fit a new TV. That that's why it's so hard for me to f- freaking continue Naruto because Naruto is just such a long show, and you know because I'm watching it for the first time, I want to invest in it, but I just don't have the time, you know. Um, so with Invincible, it was something that I knew I could jump in, that I that I I was able to find time to jump into it. To at least walk, to at least get through the first episode, and after seeing the first episode, I can tell you that I enjoyed the first episode. I don't know. I just there's something about it to me that felt off. Um, I didn't necessarily love the beginning of the episode. Um, and honestly, the whole stuff revolving around like the kid and his dad. I don't know. It, it, for me, I wasn't really finding myself getting that invested into it. Um, and I remember at some point I'm like, eh, "This is a this is maybe a five or maybe a six out of ten. The first episode's probably a five, maybe six out of ten. Then the ending of this first episode. And look, Invincible has been out. All episodes are out on Amazon Prime. So if you don't want spoilers, mute. But if, if if you haven't seen Invincible by now, odds are you're probably not that interested. But holy crap, guys. That first stuff, the ending of this first episode. Freaking Omni-Man just comes in and just starts. Like, I have not seen anything this bloody and this violent. Probably since that episode of Game of Thrones where. Um, the, the Red Wedding episode, basically. <laughs> you know, it's just like. I just I just remember watching that episode going, what the hell is going on here? And then seeing the um <laughs> seeing this finale, I just remember going, what the shit? Just, what? Like there's just so much violence and just Omni-Man coming in and J.K. Simmons honestly, I will say J.K. Simmons like the dude is everywhere right now. Like he's He's J. Jonah Jameson. He's Jim Gordon in Justice League. Um, uh, he's um, the son of Avatar Aang in Legend of Korra. Um, which, by the way, still, I think, hands down, J.K. Simmons is the best part of Legend of Korra. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, no, I I really um, am just really excited to see this. Um, and I cannot... Uh, and I can't wait to continue watching it, by the way. Um, but yeah, J.K. Simmons is the best part. Um, but yeah, overall, guys, I enjoy. I really liked the first episode. I overall really liked it. I had some issues with the with the first half of it. Um, the part where the son is actually learning how to fly and learning his abilities, um, for me, is um, was very interesting to see. Um, and I love seeing him come up with his own with his own name and seeing him uh, make the costume. All great stuff. But that ending, I think, for me, really saved the episode for me. Because honestly, before the episode ended, I was like, yeah, this is maybe a 6 out of 10. 
maybe a seven, maybe a five at best, a five, maybe a six at best, you know. And then the ending of that episode happens. I was like, well, there's a seven out of ten. Like, that's <laughs> just, it's just no, it's just yeah, it's just it, it, it did it for me. So anyway, guys, that is my review for the first episode of Invincible. Now, uh, we are going to go ahead and take the, uh, the classic and normal Zeke said so commercial break. So sit back, relax. The Zeke said so show will be right back. What is up guys? It is me Zeke the Geek here and I am the host of the best podcast on you on the internet called the Zeke Said So Show. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, then go to the Zeke Said So Show where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, uh t- you know, anything, anything and everything. We talk we talk about it. I'm joined by uh some guests including the including Robert the Ghost Rider Martinez and that one kid or whoever want, whoever else wants to be on my podcast, they are welcome to join. I am joined by one guest or sometimes it will just be me by myself and you, and you guys get to join us as I take your questions after I talk about three movie news topics. We're talking about all things nerd stuff, nerd related and geek related. So if you are a fan of movies, television, video games, comic books and much, much more, Go, go start listening to the Zeke Said So Show on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. that is where it can be found. Zeke Said So Show, Anchor Podcast, go check it out. Alright guys, and we are back with this week's episode of the Zeke Said So Show. Uh, we don't have that many Q&A questions, so let's go ahead and let's uh, get right into them. Um, and the first one is this. Uh, do you think the... Uh, Money issue, the money dispute issue with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt could impact the the planned third film of A Quiet Place. Um, okay, yeah. So for those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt before COVID happened signed a contract that made a deal that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt would get back would basically get would basically get bonuses um, based on how well the movie did in theaters. Um, then COVID happened, and then Paramount announced that they were going to shrink it, shrink the theatrical window to 45 days. So there's that. And now they're having, uh, now they're having an issue as trying to get Paramount to give them more money. Which Paramount's being very, very stubborn about the whole thing. Do I think do I think this could impact the plan third? Well, first of all, we don't know if there's a third film planned out. We we don't know that. That's just based on all speculation, you know. We know there's a I we know there's um I believe there's a spin-off in the works. Of a quiet place, but I don't think they've planned an actual third film. Um, could this could this affect um another movie with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I I do believe so. I do believe it will, um, because I think that um, if Paramount continues to act like 
little children and they continue to be like, no, you're not going to get any more money from us, you know, then, yeah, I think it could affect it. I think John Krasinski will be like, well, guess what? I ain't coming back for a third movie, you know? So, um, it could have, it could impact it, but, um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it all, uh, turns out. Uh, thoughts on the Golden Globes controversy? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, okay. So for those of you who don't know, Golden Globes is under fire right now over many, many issues involved, uh, including, you know, representation and stuff like that. Um, there was a whole story going about how Tom Cruise just sent three Golden Globes that he's won in the past. He sent them back. Um, and basically, uh, NBC decided that they're not going to air the Golden Globes next year. So, <sighs> look. Um, I am all behind everyone on this because the Hollywood foreign press is a very messed up organization. First of all, the way they nominate their films is nothing like they, they will literally not just nominate movies that will end up being nominated for the Oscars, but then they'll nominate films that have no business being on the list for top 10 best films of the year, you know? Um, so, like, for me, they have a lot of issues, and especially this year, you know, this year, um, at the Golden Globes, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler took shots at the fact that there are no, um, uh, members of the African-American community, um, in their, uh, uh, in their, uh, uh, organization or no, no, there are no, um, uh, there, there are no black people in their organization, which I think is a major problem. <laughs> That's, that is a big problem they have. Um, and I think this is coming back to bite them in the ass a little bit. I think they're now realizing they need to change the way they operate their organization. You know, because the way they've been running it for the past God knows how many years it's just not working anymore. And people are just getting sick and tired of it, you know? Are getting they're getting sick and tired of the 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 bullshit, you know? So um yeah, it it it's a messy situation and um I don't know. It it it's it sucks. Um because I actually do like watching the Golden Globe sh- show. Um because first of all, they do it a lot better than the Oscars. They'll actually put on a show. Um whereas the Oscars will spend will give the immemorium, like, two seconds worth of screen time, but dedicate five whole minutes of Glenn Close shaking her butt at the camera. Like, yeah. At least the Golden Globes 
could do that better than the Oscars. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, what movie do you think could make a fun theme park ride? Ooh. A fun a movie with a fun theme park ride. That, that's an that's a good one. Um, you know which one I would really want to see. I want to see this one at Disneyland. They probably will never do it. I want to see what a theme park ride, what a uh, uh, a 3D theme park ride of Treasure Planet looks like. That would be really fun. You know. Like that'd be a lot. That, 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 now that I think about it, that would be a lot of fun. But um, Disneyland's never gonna do it because Treasure Planet made no money. Um, let's see. I can't say Jurassic Park because that's already a ride, or Jurassic World, I should say, is already a ride at, at Universal Studios. Um. Wow. Just trying to take a look at all my movies over there. Um, oh, this would be another really fun one. Uh, Ready Player One. That would be really fun. Imagine that ride. Uh, again, another 3D. Or maybe you could do it in the vein of like Terminator where it's like a 3D show. Except like the seats move and everything, like that'd be really that'd be really cool. Um, is there any other one that I'm forgetting? Ah, oh, crap! They already have an Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I will say one that I'm bummed out about. Um, uh, I am. I will say I am so bummed out that Terminator, that the Terminator, uh, 3D show at Universal Studios is gone. They took it down and replaced it with Despicable Me. Like, what? And now they're adding Secret Life of Pets over there. What? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Universal Studios. I love going to Universal Studios. I mean, honestly, I love. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you this. It's going to be a very unpopular opinion. I like going to Universal Studios way more than going to Disneyland. That's I, just saying that. I'm just going to say it. Um, so that would so yeah, no, I, I think those are those are some of the ones that I would pick. Okay, let's see. Um, Thoughts on the ranch with Ashton Kutcher? Um, yeah, I love the ranch. I do. Um, I it's not it's not perfect. It's got a lot of issues. Um, but honestly, as a sitcom, I think it works. Um, it's a very good sitcom. Um, was a little dis I was a little disappointed with the ending of the of the show. Um, but honestly, I like it. It's really it's a, it's really great. Um, if I if if I were to say so myself. Um, uh, thoughts on the Saw movies and how would you rank them? Well, I'm not going to rank them because that's just, that's just, I would really need to sit down and think about that. Um, I really like the first one. Every single one after that, I don't like. I didn't like 
two, three, four, five. Um, I didn't like Jigsaw. Um, but, um, yeah, no, for me, I've never been a huge giant fan of the Saw films. Um, I love, again, I really like the first one, but I've never been a fan of the other ones after that. Um, I am looking forward though. I am looking forward to this new one with, um, with Chris Rock. So hopefully this new one, again, I'm going to go see that this Saturday. So hopefully, um, it will actually be uh, pretty good. Alright, uh, favorite Tom Cruise movie? Favorite Tom Cruise movie? Oh, wow. That's such a hard question because I'm not a huge fan of uh, Tom Cruise. Um, you know, I really like... Um, I think my favorite one actually is a weird one. But because for me it's got one of the greatest dance sequences in any movie ever and that is risky business like for me first of all that movie's just it's just a great movie all 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 around just a really great movie it's not just a fun little 80s thing you reference it's a legitimately a good movie um but the scene where tom cruise turns on that song dun, 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 dun. Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to it by myself. The day's music ain't got the same. Anyway, um, but that whole scene where he like starts dancing in his underwear, like I, I, I almost want my life. I almost want my life to be like that. You know, I, I wanted to just like slide into the kitchen one day and just dance in my underwear, but I, I would never do that. I, I, I won't do that. Um, maybe if I lived, uh, maybe if I lived alone, um, all right. Uh, what are the chances we get a justice league two announcement at DC fandom? I would say it is a 20% chance we get a announcement. Um, I is, and the reason why I say 20% is because I don't know if DC is willing to roll the dice and put out another justice league movie. After they just had the Snyder Cut. I think they gave themselves a little break in between the theatrical release and releasing the Snyder Cut. And I think they're going to give themselves another break in between releasing the Snyder Cut and going back and doing a sequel to Joss Whedon's version of Justice League. Because let me just tell you guys this. If we do get a Justice League 2, it's going to be a sequel to Joss Whedon's version. That's just the way it's going to be. Because that is the one that DC has decided to make canon. So, it, it doesn't matter how many people loved Zack Snyder's version. I loved Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. And I'm not even I, I'm not even a fan of Zack Snyder's work. And I loved his version of Justice League. But, DC has gone in a very different direction since. And unfortunately, if we do get a Justice League sequel, it's not going to be a sequel to the Snyder Cut. It's going to be a, a sequel to the Whedon version. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, okay, let me go ahead and uh, let's. And the final question is: Did you hear Blue Sky has? Oh, oh yeah, this is this news is 
this is old news, man. Um, but did you hear Blue Sky has been has officially been shut down? Yes, Blue Sky um, has been shut down. Uh, Disney decided to close down that animation studio. Um, and yeah, it it kind of sucks just because Blue Sky released a lot of movies that I that I actually like. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I actually really loved the first Ice Age film. And I actually still do. It's it's a fun little movie. Um, that first Ice Age movie. It's not like Citizen Kane, but you know, it's it's a fun, harmless little animated film. Um, they put out the Peanuts movie, which I think is tragically underrated. I loved that Peanuts movie that they put out. I actually have it on Blu-ray here. Um, but they even put out movies like you know Epic, which was really fun. Um, uh, I can't, I'm trying to think what other movies they put out. I can't think of any other movies off the top of my head that they put out, um, other than the ones I own on Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, no, they, they were a very good studio. Um, they had a lot of bad ones, a lot of bad ones. Um, mainly the one, the Ice Age movies after maybe three, um, but yeah, no. It, for me, I um, it yeah, it does kind of suck that another animation studio has been shut down because I think that I like having multiple animation studios just because that just creates more of a competition. Um, but now Disney basically bought out Fox, and that and Fox was part of and Blue Sky was part of that Fox umbrella, you know, and now that's that's just gone now, so. Um, all right, guys, that is, that will do it for this week's episode of the Zeke Setzo Show. Now, I do have one little thing to announce. Um, as you guys probably noticed, there hasn't been a new episode, there hasn't, we haven't premiered, um, Avatar the After Show yet. We haven't premiered it yet. Well, that's because I have been very busy and haven't been keeping track of my gd calendar um and so i will tell you this right now avatar the after show is going to make its official debut season two of avatar the after show will make its debut on wednesday may 19th so mark your calendars that will be the very first that will be the very first episode of season one of avatar the after show um, so make sure you guys go and join us for that. Also, guys, don't forget there's a brand new episode of the Live Streamers Podcast coming this Saturday. So make sure you guys go and check that out. And um, yeah, that's about it. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.